yeah, I'm starting this positively. Um, obviously, the news sources you see at the minute are all forms of media are going to be greeting you with a polished, double-flagged, European Union rehearsed greeting yeah. that tries to tell you that we're in times of trouble, etc., etc., and we're all going to die. Yeah, we know. It's a bit negative. So if you're looking to be sent down that fear trap where you literally spend every second of every day thinking a Chinese person's going to lift up their mask and murder you, you're tuning into the wrong show. Yes, we know that the end is nigh, but we're pretending it isn't. The sinking sound of despair smell of dread in the air I'm head to toe in my own fear I'm going to die and I need to cry Pat Martin, how are you? Not too bad, not too bad. You are one that, you you think we're finished here, don't you? Yeah, uh, I think we're gone. You think we're good night Vienna? Yeah, I think it's the end. Uh, Thought I had it myself. For who? Um, For elderly. For disabled, for... Why, all of a sudden... Sick. I'm going to actually have a kinder tone, because what if the end is now? What if this is our last show? This shit's getting out of hand. Yeah. You thought day. it was bad last week. Look at the figures, doubling, yeah. quadrupling. 20,000 by the They're bringing work. retired doctors back to work. Yeah. It's like us bringing Teddy Sheringham. <laughs> Why do you suddenly give a shit about people when you never did before? I do care about it. I've always cared about people. Oh, the elderly. You don't care. No, I don't really care about the elderly. Cool. Well, I cite your grandfather's funeral, for example. Grandfather's funeral, yeah, Patrick. Great man. <laughs> Guy who you do speak very fondly of. Yeah, yeah. And I appreciate that you do that, because he seemed like he was. He a was very a cool hard hand, hard-working guy. He gave a lot to his yeah. nation, I respect the shit out cool of man. that. Yeah. But at his funeral, yeah. you did a reading, yeah. an eloquent reading, which for me explains why you're now making a footing of the broadcasting game. Yeah, thank you. I was signalling you at the back with nods of pride and encouragement, yeah. just nodding you along through your words, just saying, well done, keep going, this is great, proud of you. Yeah. And you were laughing, bro. Yeah, I was, but that's at, uh, obviously, of course. Afterwards... When you were carrying um, the great, great man's coffin. God bless him, yeah. Which is literally a wooden box invented <laughs> by humans to play host to dead bodies. Yeah. So literal skeletons covered in skin that you briefly rent out whilst living this illusion called consciousness. Yeah. They were carrying that out of the church. and yeah, the back of it, yeah. We caught eyes, mm. again. I was teary-eyed Fabrice Mwamba first game back if it ever happened <laughs> emotional yeah and you again laughed yeah yeah and the side of you laughing it was with hey hey we'll get there yeah the side of you laughing with something so symbolic yeah so personal and so tragic yeah resting on your shoulder well that was that was just ignorant mm. No, of course. So, I'm just curious why all of a sudden you care about the elderly. And I'm not well, just going to put you in the fire here. Yeah. Uh, I've lost grandparents. Not a big deal. No, it's not, no. Don't remember much about the day. No, the, you your grandparents are dead. Yeah. You know the people who were literally 
70 years older than you, who, although, yes, I know you gave birth to my parent who gave birth to me, but in reality, they're so far off having anything in common with you due to the fact that they were not only alive before technology, but before World War II literally happened, where yeah. Hitler, this bloke, this foot soldier, decided to write a book entitled Mein Kampf Once, yeah. My Struggle, translated to English, made up that certain people didn't deserve life and and achieved part of his plan by exterminating them. Fair That's nice. what our grandparents are. What do you want me to say to them? Have you played the new Pokemon Red yet? <laughs> Come on, we don't know them. We know at least a thousand people currently living, including friends, yeah. friends of friends, people you were in college with, people you've worked with, your parents, your parents' friends, your parents' friends' kids. We know about the parents' friends' kids. <laughs> Cousins, yeah? Oh, no, all of them, although you might like taking pictures of lovely granny sitting beside a yeah. packet of Werther's original drooling over Ken Barlow it doesn't yeah, yeah. feel the same it's all kind of nostalgic there's a bit of love there and I appreciate and I root for all the old people here and I preach for all of us to do what we can to make sure that course, that, that, yeah. that we minimise their death toll but <laughs> I'm very fascinated by why you're suddenly a geriatric well, tree hugger basically the idea of my granddad dying, I know he existed and had whatever life he wanted, but the idea of... I get that it's Brian McFadden content. Like, You're talking about Grandana, like he yeah. might do in an X Factor video, Yeah. but it doesn't mean you have to do a Brian McFadden accent. <laughs> so let's do that again. Let's hear, let's hear what Pat Martin is saying. Yeah, I was just going to say, my granddad, I know he lived and had whatever life, but the fact that I don't know these elderly that might be dying brings some sort of sadness. Have they had the life... Absolute ridiculous concern for you to have. A ridiculous concern. There are so many things that happen in this life. You have so much to experience with existence. If you are walking around all day looking like Vera Duckworth and worrying about, I wonder if that old person had the life they wanted. You're just wasting your time, bro. Of course I won't be thinking that now, but in times of trouble when you're told they're going to die, you're literally told all eight-year-olds will die. But you know like you're sitting there and you absolutely adore suddenly playing the social warrior. Yeah. Why do people like you and a lot of people of our generation who are suddenly now trying to make the most of this with online kind of self-promotion, such as maybe saying, guys, cousin has just got diagnosed with COVID-19. I've made the decision to go and self isolate <laughs> That's what they're doing. They're saying, my cousin who I was in contact with two weeks ago has just been uh, diagnosed with COVID-19. I've now chosen to go into self-isolation. Am I bugged about it? Yes. But the reality is that I'm doing this for my country. Yeah. Sorry there, Stephanie. There's people with leukemia. <laughs> Literal leukemia. You You're sitting in a room. Oh. They're sitting there thinking like, I named Nelson Mandela did this for 30 years, but like, he didn't have to wash his fucking hands. <laughs> Yeah, no, it's crazy. It's absolutely ridiculous. And you're a wise man, and you're normally a sceptical and cynical man. Yeah, no, so I'm very curious about why on the COVID issue... There's, there's two oh, sex of listeners. Hmm. There's the people who love the guest shows. Hmm. They want conversation that they just take pride in. You'd show your dad a guest show. Yeah. You go, listen, there's Andy a show Cole. we listen to. You skip down quickly over the ones where you're talking. And you get them to Andy Cole, yeah. you get them to Harry Finley, and it's all a great laugh. Yeah. There's people who love those shows. Then there's people who love our shows... And there's a lot of people love me giving it to you. Yeah. And there's a lot of people love me letting you know you're a fool. Then there's the oh, there's fools out there, basically, who are going, go on, my show. <laughs> yeah. Fuck the guys. Yeah. yeah, fuck women's fools. Go on, my lad. They were expecting you to come with this kind of anti-COVID shit, and you're sitting there going, I worry about the old. 
I am uh, slightly worried about the Aldi, but I think the way it's been treated is similar to AIDS. Back in like the eighties, how if you meet someone now at COVID nineteen, you can't really shake their hand. You get up. You have to be away with them, and you can't know them. The vilification of people who are getting yeah, colds is absolutely ridiculous. What are people staying away from people with colds? I know that it kills elderly, but they're being treated like they did something wrong. I think the uh, I think the quarantine issue is one that's absolutely fascinating, and I think that the fact that humans are not only pretending they're doing something noble and brave and comparable to Gandhi by doing it, but also also, uh, they don't follow through with it. Sky News. David Moyes is in isolation. 42 hours later, just little side tweets, side stories. Moyes decides isolation is over. He was just sitting there, yeah? His fucking Sky Plus wasn't working. Audrey! Audrey! For fuck's sake. Pretend that he's sitting there nobly clutching a fucking picture of Leo Varadkar going, we will get through this. He's sitting there bored off his nuts in a manky dressing gown with ginger hairs on his legs, constantly saying, fuck it, Fergie told me six years. And his box wasn't working. He was getting so, so frustrated at this that he actually goes, Audrey, fuck this. Fuck this. No, 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 fuck it. It's shit. What about uh, the virus, its impact on society? What are you seeing, positive or negative? I think it meant very positive. Positive or negative? Because uh, you're, losing, you're losing, and we're, this isn't, we're not going to overly talk about sports in this show because we, we're planning to come to you guys a few times this week. There's a lot of great folk out there, and there's a lot of great folk who don't deserve to be in panic. There's also some great folk getting their wallet out for the show. Even go. better folk. Yeah. Seriously. Joke. If you're if you're tuning into the Corona Chronicles, think about what we're bringing you. Forget toilet paper, MA show. <laughs> the more we see, the more we do. We admit it. We've sold out. Positive overall has to be. What about the fact that sport? Again, I'm not over going into it. It's not really going to matter. No, really but not just this season, and not just the fact that Liverpool they will either get awarded the league, and it won't really count because we'll have an asterisk beside it and yeah. no one wants that Liverpool don't even want that or else they'll get voided of it which again I think it's more noble I think it's more we all know they were champions then if yeah. you get an asterisk league you'll be mocked for years you've only won eight say leads you fucking prick yeah. what, what about that fucking virus then <laughs> but if you get voided you'll know you're champions and everyone will kind of accept it but we'll just be happy it didn't happen because it's not official just like a lot of Liverpool Astros fans are in a way relieved that the Busby Babes went down because if those boys in their peak on route back from just qualifying for a European Cup semi-final with an average age below 24 and players like Duncan Edwards and Tommy oh, Taylor were around and especially with how kind of weird and limited the 1950s and early 60s were in the European Cup the 60s saw Celtic win one before we did 10 years after a crash and the 50s saw five in a row from Madrid that team would have won two or three European Cups and United will currently have six we are taunted yeah. annually yeah. by Liverpool for their six and all this shit and we take that off of an act of God. People mm. are going to say, yeah, because humans caused that. Humans, in a way, still caused the coronavirus because somebody had an interaction that seems now quite regrettable. Yeah. And also, the pilot chose to go. There was also weather yeah, uh, on the like runway, that. act of God. Numerous other factors, like the attitude towards aviation and the naivety of human. Uh, like, the crashes back then were much more common. Yeah. So these are all societal factors. If the coronavirus happened in 20 years, we're going to be dealt much better. At the end of the day, it's, it happens, guys. If Liverpool don't get this league officially, it's bad for their fans, but you, you yeah. cannot count it. I'm sorry, because then no, we're going to start talking up European Cup. We're this many points clear. You're only in a semi. Let's talk probability. That team with the f- field 
that was available at the time and how sophisticated and ahead of this time Matt Busby was in terms of not just his youth policy but his approach towards the European game in terms yeah. of how important he made it to English football the FA were against Busby were they? nearly being involved in Europe yes yeah. he was a fucking innovator they were all about imperialistic England what happens here stays here and it all matters here just like how they're treating the coronavirus now and Busby went against them he brought European football more or less in an accepting format to, to, to English society so United yeah. would have won a few of them so it happens but Overall in society, yeah, I, I'd be a bit with you. I think that this generation, with the amount of unimportant things it was spending its time reading about, mm. talking about, popularizing, yeah. and basing themselves on, and actually feeling down about it, I think having something generally important and see the importance of people like doctors and nurses to be shown firsthand that it's not just a cool social media status to go here's one for all the doctors and nurses on this New Year's Day we all talk about our stresses this year but these people put their life at risk for us and it's mainly even by a medical student or graduate now we're actually seeing okay shit those people are important they do do and our memes don't matter and yeah I don't really care about Greg O'Shea yeah Greg O'Shea remember him do you know what I'm he saying he was self-isolating yesterday he has a respiratory problem <laughs> well what an embarrassing guy. People are taking unbelievable pride in going into isolation. They're nearly getting competitive over their isolation haunts. Yeah. People are going right. in for no reason, listeners. There's no reason for them to not be in human contact, <laughs> but they're deciding there is. Listen, Italy got a terrible, terrible. Yeah. And by the way, can I just say that I've, I've always, always said uh, the Italians are good people. And a lot of you guys out there, racists. Yeah. They were known as. We turned against their food. Yeah. Suddenly pizza and pasta wasn't allowed no more. Well, and the mafia, gangland, we were going there. Yeah. We were even complaining about their attitude towards commercialization by selling out Venice and allowing loads of people to come in. The way it was all negative. Mm. Lukaku, the way he's getting treated. And yeah, they, they, it was wrong, the racism. But Italy was not a very liked country at the minute. But now all of a sudden, you're listening to your Pavarotti. You're saying Bruno de Grandi was the best Renford Rejects character. Yeah. And John Francozola was better than Eric Cantona. Yeah, it's crazy, isn't it? But I suppose it's sympathy. We all know what happened in Italy is appalling. Mm. But we also have to look at the cultural differences. They were much slower to deal with it than we are because we learned from them. So the second's never going to be as bad as the no, first. Yes, we're now all going into ice. But we're behind them. We don't have the tests. We were more aware than they were. Mm. They were literally doing sumo wrestling like four weeks into the thing. Yeah. Secondly, and according to some reports, you'll see an average age death of the coronavirus at 84 years of age. Yes, that does mean there is younger people, but it also means there's 96-year-olds. Yeah. I mean, come on. They walk right. into shops looking for ways to die. No, they're looking to kill themselves. And this thing was the wham bar. Huge culture over there, something I wish we actually had. I'm not celebrating that we don't, but it was more of an old Irish thing. And we kind of got turned against it in the famine. And that means having your elders live with you because they were sitting there going, give us your last potato. But at the end of the day, now we put up in the nursing homes. Ireland's become much more light that it was kind of anti-religious to begin with. But we got it from other countries and now we send them away. And it's something I regret. I do believe that if a parent looks after you, gives you birth, have sex for your existence... I don't care if they're wiping their arse with a cactus. You keep them in your fucking attic. Mm. 
that's just my take on it. There's going to be people out there with more experience in terms of living with parents with disabilities or or Alzheimer's or something like that who don't want to hear that because maybe they do feel like they have to do it and it's something they never thought they would do. I'm just giving you my current stance on it. If they think licking electrical sockets is good crack, they're in the attic. Yeah. The Italians abide by that. Yeah. And it is very important for La Familia to be all together. They keep their elderly with them indoors. Yeah. What happens when you keep your elderly nowadays in the post-COVID-19 world? Duh. You're a murderer. Yeah. You can't be around elders. So we also have to look at that when we're looking at the stats. So you think that's part of the, the, the death toll in Italy? Yeah. Yeah. I just think that the hypocrisy of so many people, like we love Veracruz now. Let's not forget that four weeks ago, a lot of listeners to this, there's a big contingent of listeners who love the shinners, you yeah. know what I mean? They're all about fucking rebel. Great guys mm. on many topics, sensational guys, I'm not even saying they're wrong on this, they're just big shinners. Now suddenly they're big, let's save the country heads. LGBT, a vital social issue, I think was long overdue for them to make strides in society. The, the way gays were treated for years, the way women were treated for years, the way trans people were treated for years. And I know women aren't part of the LGBT community, but you can catch what I'm saying. It was appalling. But the social issues will kind of diminish into insignificance now that we have a virus that's killing human beings. Yeah. Does a trans woman put on their makeup? in four days if the country has 5,000 deaths. Do you worry about the coronavirus as a dude or as a chick? Probably. As the one they claim to be. Caitlyn Jenner isn't sitting there thinking, okay, we got a fucking virus on our hands and isn't going in, doing 40 push-ups and getting her fucking shotgun and shooting cunts with masks on in four weeks. Everyone goes back to their kind of animalistic version in times like this we all kind of think how are we going to do it everyone thinks they're invincible it won't get me not only the stats say it won't you think you're the last man gone you think even if it does kill 20 fucking 7 year olds it won't get me even though I am a smoker Mm. even though I do have heart conditions in my family Mm. won't get me though no of course not it won't get you because you're going into the strongest version of yourself so if like Caitlyn Jenner an Olympic icon do you ever feel that in times of need like this would we'll, we'll think about it as... I'd say she'll stick her tits in and get on with it as a woman and say like... Is she needlessly worrying or is yeah, she, she being Bruce? She's needlessly worrying. Yeah, she like do. Yeah. Did you just say like the woman she is? That's <laughs> just blatant sexism. And I won't allow that on this show. I only allow the subtle stuff. But what I will say to you is... Yeah, the way like a mother be sitting there, yeah. they're ma- and, and they're right. Women are more intelligent in times of crisis than men. I mean, if women ran the world, we would not have fucking wars. We would not have people yeah. and politicians like Saddam Hussein got hung for crying out loud. How are we talking about the coronavirus? <laughs> when I saw a dude, right, Saddam Hussein, who, yes, he was a terrible oh, dictator of Iraq. Absolutely Probably. terrible dictator, okay? But... The stories were made up. A lot of them were. Guys, when it got serious on Saddam, by the way, who was nothing got to do with 9-11, but for some nothing. reason, admit that you all know that, but you all Still think it. Someone goes, why are American Iraq? You go, 9-11? <laughs> no. They <laughs> used 9-11 as a reason to make up that there was further, and not even what do you mean weapons of mass destruction, they nicked planes, but they used that to claim it was weapons of mass destruction to take oil from Iraq. And Saddam, who was a dictator, yes, he ran his people around, they used his social injustice. They exaggerated that to justify war. Just like the way they lied to us in Vietnam, the Gulf of Tonkin incident and stuff like that. They started claiming, and like the Irish News reporting this, guys, that Saddam Hussein's sons were torturing Iraqi footballers. They were claiming that they were coming in, going, you don't want to pick your man up off a corner, no? Ah! Ah! 
you don't know what a fucking offside trap is, Hobbs? <laughs> but again, in my version of events, Saddam's kids are Mexican. That's what they were telling us. And you were, Pat, you were sitting there like, going, oh, fucking terrible. And your parents yeah, at the time, yeah. similar to how, not, I'm not saying your parents, but only your parents were at the coronavirus, going, wash your hands, it's yeah. going to wipe us all out, we're all dying. That's got to be a skit on like comedies in 20 years, the way people take off the 80s now. Can't be if so many people died. If so many people died in Kosovo and shit, man. Yeah. So many people die in war what all the time. There's just comedy shows that would have things about the Iraqi war, war in it. Stuff, yeah. War is more tragic. We're going to all prove our selfishness now because we've already proven with the I think the shopping thing has been overrated and people are making a social media fiasco out of it but still the attitude of human beings we will eat each other if shit gets that bad this shows this more slowly war shows actual men's greed that values something like the stock exchange and money something that's completely going out the window now with the government giving people money they never ever gave with the Premier League the most money grabbing organisation in the world cancelling We've Dana White pulling out shows Dana and we have the stock market actually bastards, collapsing yeah. and people losing millions. Greedy bastards who for some reason decide to still keep some of it in shares. Yeah. If you have four billion quid, I know people go, oh, you can't just do that. You don't understand how the banking system operates in terms of physical cash. I know for a fact, if you four billion, there's a way of getting your hands on 500 million cash. And I mean fucking notes. Okay. Fivers, the punt, put it under the scratcher in a very sophisticated safe that you've had built for a further million, protected by fucking two Russians. You can get five million cash. So shut up, Branson. Is he complaining? Yeah. Hand out to the government. So I saw this dude, right? Having been told all these exaggerative lies, yes, terrible dictator, but images of the statue being pulled down. I'm just young, and he just looked to your right to the parents and they're convinced because America saved their asses yeah. their parents' asses were literally saved by America yeah, so did. there's been an American idolisation in Irish oh, society we kind of thanked them for like freedom in 1916 and all there's an idolisation so they were still bogged down that generation on what America does is right and you just grew up thinking it but I remember even as young as 11 when he was getting walked out to be hung and what we were being taught about was anti-violence this is why yeah. we're invading anti-mass destruction and I kind of realised that maybe this isn't anti-violence maybe we're not the good and they're evil maybe this is power why do they need to oh America didn't film it it's still on Google you could debatably get it on YouTube at the time you could get it on anything this is in the internet days where you more or less had to kill your granny to be able to turn on the broadband let alone the coronavirus taking them and you could get videos every second of his dead body with a noose still in it and all and I just thought America control all this America still more or less control YouTube and Google if they really want to if they really want to clamp down because you are powerless the people make decisions and in times of need you need that you need to all become powerless we're no longer complaining about the government now we're like literally save our lives it's nearly good for politics as well this will make sure a Trump or something like that doesn't get in again because a lot of people were voting that due to menial issues like being anti-Twitter or anti-social media and then people were using that to join into a left-wing kind of world that made them find an identity and gave them political opinion they weren't arsed actually researching and everyone was fighting over nothing as opposed to actual issues I think this makes politics important again I think the right people are going to get voted in because people who care will be voting about issues because we're seeing politicians yeah. in times of crisis why we need them how bad Trump is or how bad Johnson is Exactly, not just how bad, but in just terms of, okay, yeah, I wouldn't mind if I'm in there going, we have a virus. I will kill the virus. I will kill it now. <laughs> There's responsibility on people in times like this. Yeah. Nurses and doctors and those people, they got huge responsibility. They will get their due credit. They're literally going to be like war vets when this is over. There'll be no longer nurses on the streets complaining about dough. It's going to go your way. Don't worry about that. The whole world's going to change its view towards tax when... 
when we realise what you folk are doing. But there's also responsibility to keep people sane in a time like this, because although we are making light of it, and that's what I think I owe the listeners yeah, of this show, who, by the way, now that we're all kind of dying soon, appreciate it. Great people. We're, we're, we're cold guys. Dismissive. You know what I mean? Fuck yourself. That's what we yeah. do. But I actually do genuinely mean this from the bottom of my soul, especially because we're dying. You <laughs> patrons, sorry. <coughs> you listeners. Fabulous people. Great people, great people. And by listening, you're not only saying, I uh, enjoy the show. Because I wouldn't really say it's a show. Like, Pat here, what you see is what you get. I know that's real Armageddon talk, but it's reality. That's what we think. We think it's an open show. There's not much that you don't see on the tin. No. So we owe them that. Be honest with them and not try to give yeah. some emotional message or else not over try... Um, pretend it's not there, et cetera, et cetera. The reality is it is there. And there's a lot of folk who are really taking this seriously, who really think that the world is ending and that life's over. There's people out here who are like 50-50 where they're losing their parents in the next few months. And that's how paranoid modern media has made people. No, that's not going to happen, guys. This isn't going to be nearly as bad as you think. They have now offered us really forward, professional and accurate advice to socially isolate, yeah. to keep to yourself, to wash your hands, to not sneeze on people. And they're, they're going to limit the death toll. Yeah. They know what they're doing. There's incredible signs out there. The technology benefits either. It's very hard to weigh it up. Yes, we need it because of spreading awareness to this thing to make sure it doesn't become the Spanish influenza. But it's also adding to mass hysteria, which is making a lot of you kind of think you're about to literally lose your existence it's not going to happen just just wash your fingers but pat although those people are overrating it due to the media hysteria in your words you seem to be taking it seriously but when i met you earlier you you went to the jacks to urinate mm-hmm. by the way urinals are one of the things we need to deal with the minute this thing's over yeah. The fact that men walk into a Jackson and all They're piss into the same... You know those big silver ones? Uh, you get football grounds. Men just getting their fucking meat and two veg out and just pouring their liquid that passes through the same place that excretes semen mm. into a fucking pool with kids getting lifted up and their drawers pulled down which by the way nearly counts as sexual abuse unbelievably unhygienic imagine if that was women we talk about inequality of the sexes we talk about gender inequality imagine if the broads had to go in and hover over a big silver box Harvey Weinstein will be getting 35 years not 23 but when you went to the urination, I go, make sure you wash your hands. I go, yeah, yeah. And then I, I actually asked you, I go, were you, when you were walking to that jacks there, was washing your hands like your main thought in the urination second? You go, oh, no. No, urination. It's not. Every time I walk by a sink, I'm washing my hands, man. Because that's what they're advising us. I think it like, Make light of it yeah. if you're playing by the rules. I think it's like Those fools who are in fucking Benidorm and all those, oh, you fucking flu, oh, drink on Muppets. Yeah. But yeah, it's somewhere in between. It's also not the day after tomorrow. Cancer. Especially when there's young guys. Mm. There's young guys who have illnesses that no one else has. At least there's a little bit of justice to the coronavirus. Yeah. At least it's like, hey, we're coming here. You're annoying us. Global warming was complete horse shit. We're taking that away from you. You're also a bit annoying us with your Instagram posts. By the way, who is Kim Kardashian? And we want Queen Victoria back here. <laughs> and they're wiping out the old ones. They're hurting the middle-aged ones. They are giving you an Instagram post if you're in your 20s and 30s. And they're literally making the kids want to play more. Performance-enhancing drugs for anyone under 10. Yeah. It makes sense. There's a little bit of justice to it. I still think you should take it more seriously. You're not at all mentally prepared. Gates said we weren't prepared systematically for a pandemic. You're not mentally prepared because you actually were a guy who thought that everything was sensationalist and everything was a lie. Nothing will happen. The fact that now we are literally, socially 
in our equivalent of World War II, which, by the way, stop comparing it to war. In war, it's unpredictable. They can drop bombs. They can invade. They can release gases. They can drop nuclear weapons. Here, it's can doctors and scientists kind of slow the spread of this and can we play our role? Stop comparing it to war. Stop comparing Leo Varadkar to Churchill. I think Varadkar is brilliant. Why? Tonight. Why? You, that is brilliant. Yeah, you and Biddy I from Glen Road. Biddy from Glen Road thinks the same thing. I was a, always a supporter of Varadkar, as I said in the previous episode about his... Uh, Gay and Indian roots and why do people... Uh, but you did audience. reference thy Prime Minister, by the way. That's what he goes by now, thy. You, you asked the gay Indian guy. Yeah, well, that was, that's what he is. That's what but that's what, that's what he was to you. Yeah, but although you can claim you were a Leo fan and you're anti-Shinner and all, there's still a derogatory connotation behind what you're saying there. I thought he was brilliant tonight. You immediately pointed out his two social minority positions... His homosexuality yeah. and the fact that he was foreign. Yeah. And although you were claiming to advocate him, you immediately, in order to describe him, pointed out the two things that the world, according to you, doesn't approve of. No, the gay the, Indian. The why did, why didn't you just others. say the guy? Because the world, according to others, why people, some people don't like him is because he's gay and Indian. No. So to let people know no, no, he no. is gay and Indian, obviously. It's like at the time that there was a particular member of a boy band, you again immediately pointed out his obesity and his sexual leaning. You said the fat gay guy. <laughs> yeah, but I think Varadkar was brilliant tonight. That's all well and good. I'm, I'm saying that's fine. You can think that. I just want to address the fact that you exclaimed proudly yeah. you were a Leo Varadkar fan, as you've always said, is what you put it. That's what I said. Yeah. yeah. So if you saw Bradker in a restaurant and you go, Leo, what's the crack? And you knew the manager, you go, Yeah, Roberto. Yeah. This is my gay Indian mate, Leo. And this is his fella. You wouldn't do it. Because you'd know that is ignorant and rude way to describe him to the restaurant manager. That's how you previously described him. Don't claim you're a fan, but continue on your point that you think Leo was marvellous. I thought Leo was marvellous the way he The same Leo who you asked me, and this isn't a lie, and coronavirus doesn't include um, delusion or making somebody not just dyslexic, but the guy who stays back in junior infants. Yeah. Do you reckon he's reading off a teleprompter? I go, bro, that guy got more fucking anchor training than Ron Burgundy. There's four of them there, not just one. In fact, we don't even know if it's him. He's a politician making a public statement. Not only are they trained, they got a ventriloquist putting their hand up their ass. Seriously, no one wants to hear your opinion on fucking Leo Varanker's speech. Yeah, that's fair, but uh, I thought he was embarrassing at some stages. Like what? Uh, The bit about ask your mother or ask your parents how they are. Each day, I thought that was a massive Too childish. I thought, well, I thought watching it, and I wouldn't have watched it unless you made me watch it. I thought yeah. some of the, the worst bits were, phone your neighbours. Sorry, what? I I've never phoned my neighbours. What's that even mean? Why? First of all, I don't have their mobile. I was like, well, house phones aren't a thing anymore. What, what do you mean, phone your neighbour? You're right, Josephine. <laughs> what? <laughs> Who are you getting on, Josephine? Who's that fucking thing? You robbing my house? Is that you? No, no, no. See, see, you're getting on with the virus. Fucker! I'm kicking your bum, bursting your fucking balls. Do you know what I mean? I'm not going to phone my neighbour. I wouldn't phone them for milk. I'm not going to phone them. I thought I, uh, the the best was when he was speaking to the kids. Mm, that's all I Keep like. up with your schoolwork, and ask your parents: Is there anything I can do? If I'd gone up to my parents in a time of crisis at the age of eight and said, "Is there anything I could do?" <laughs> Not only would I have got a swinging foot, I would have got Kane and Shawn Michaels circa 2008. 
Seriously, kids, stay out of your parents' way. Yeah. No parents want their kids under the age of 10. Jesus, you're an inconvenience. Well, they are. No one wants you. And I thought the best, and maybe, maybe people who practice medicine and who are in that profession um, will take pride in this because they're clutching our straws and listen, we can't comment on them right now because they are really seeing this shit front line. But I do have a lot of respect for people in the medical profession who didn't appreciate that. Not all heroes wear capes. (laughs) Heard that one. Don't say, but some wear masks, suggesting we all wear them. Don't do that. No, he went worse. Oh, Leo went worse. All right. They wear scrubs. He's been great. He has been great. Yeah. He, he's been brave. If you include his pre-coronavirus stint with that comment, I'm still calling for his resignation. I'm still calling for his resignation. Just to really hammer home this, or I know I call for resignation, but for him to suggest that Skype is a good form of communication. Who needs to be told that? Who needs to be told? Okay, we can't see each other. We can't handshake, right? So what, what, what's, he, what's this cunt saying? What's he suggesting I do? Um, it's suggest Skype. What's that? The video yoke? Yeah, what's that? Yeah, get that down. Uh, Leo saying we can squeeze them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And if I knock on a handshake, I just nod, yeah? Yeah, yeah, fair enough. Roy. Yeah, fair enough. Roy, who's on table eight? Snooker club owners. Listen, the world is, is in a strange place right now. You all need to calm down. Remember your citizens floating on a ball and you don't know why you're here. You never had any ownership over this. Why didn't we all just realise this at the time? You can't just float around a ball, not know why you're here, go by these social constructs that are completely based off a false fucking capitalistic money market that is made up by people, then get shocked when people start dying for no reason because a virus takes over. We don't own it. We got way too arrogant. This is a little bit of a wake-up call. Oh, we're not bigger than this, guys. It's not a natural disaster. The tsunami. Remember the time you woke up on fucking Stevenson's Day and it wiped out 110,000 yeah. people in Asia? Not that much, was it? Yes, it was. Are you serious? No man can beat the weather. Why do we think we're stronger than infections? We're not. It's tough. It's terrible. But you can't be arrogant enough to think we were the actual owners of this thing. There's creatures on this shit older than us. And there'll be creatures after us. Mm. Enjoy it while you're here. Don't lose sight with basic philosophy and existential work that tells you that that priest you're listening to or that mosque you're going to or that synagogue or that robe you're wearing is all bullshit we don't own this this is nothing do you think people connect with religion more after this surely they've no option but to completely disconnect from a fully now and go okay let's all get really into humanism and let's get into secularism and realise we need each other we don't own this shit we are brief renters Brooklyn, it's had fluctuating rent its whole life. Used to be owned by the working class, then we got some hipsters. Now we have the genuine rich in there. We got the genuine rich buying lots. It's not just hipsters who were doing it because they came from good backgrounds and decided to pursue the arts. Mm. That's like us on Earth. I said it would be robots that would take over. Maybe it's not. Maybe we were wiped out before that. We didn't even have the opportunity to bring AI. Maybe AI saves us. I don't know what's going to happen, but you need to keep your cool. If there's anything you can do, for people who are at risk of dying right now, it's to stop spreading panic. They can read. Just because somebody yeah. has had cancer, has diabetes, has a respiratory problem, has had a stroke, is over the age of 75, doesn't mean they can't read the fucking rumours and shit you're putting out on Twitter. If you're under the age of 40, the 
responsibility you have is to keep quiet when it comes to hysteria. Wash your hands, which you should have been doing anyway. I mean, shit, this must be yeah. bad news for most of IADT. <laughs> keep yourself to yourself with your fear-mongering opinions. I wish people the best. We're going to be here a few times this week, am I, show? It's been how many years, my oh, boy? You still don't know my chairs of joy. No need to go, just take it slow. And have you heard the Michael Anthony show? Makes me see the light. What about those tears? Believe my eyes. How's it make you feel? Makes me feel 